Yo. I see my name up in lights. Go hard or go home. No slacking in my sector. Just forget about the fortune. Forget about the fame. Speak your truth and let that be the reason Can they you remember your the name. Yo, it's Thursday, and you know what that means. Welcome to an all-new edition of Max Wrestling episode 417. This is a special TSK takeover edition, as we are just three stops away from Promo Mania. And my favorite number episode, 420. This is your soon-to-be new Max Wrestling world champion. Speaking of joined tonight are the coolest cats in the land, the TSK. <clears throat> I got my man, Robert Davis, and of course, you know him, the man they call DC, Daniel Crimmins, both competitors no, no, at Rebel no. Mania. Put some respect on the name, Max Wrestling Television Champion. Let's Max Wrestling Television right. Champion. Pardon me, I'm not used to the hosting duties on because this side. Right of the now, until Promo Mania, I'm the top champ. He's the top guy because there is no world champ. But again, we'll get into that later on in the show. Speaking of DC, and as he's jumping in and out of here, coming up tonight, he's got a huge announcement. I got a huge announcement. Plus, John Cena punches his ticket to WrestleMania for the U.S. title. TK has another dumb announcement and another brutal world title match after Revolution. Is Brian Danielson going home? Is he retiring? We'll have to find out more. But before we begin, you better hit that subscribe button on youtube.com forward slash Max Wrestling. Follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever you are listening. And do not forget to hit up that lovely brand new website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com, for all your Max Wrestling needs. Now, before we get too antsy, uh, how we doing tonight, boys? How we doing? We're good. We're good. Just finished up Dynamite, real easy life. We like what we saw. Solid couple days of wrestling. Solid couple days. Very solid. Especially coming off the fact that we are coming off a revolution. That's our headliner tonight. We're going to kind of break it down as best as we can without going too, too crazy into it. You know, obviously, we'll probably give our quick little match of the night or whatever, but we'll try to break it down as fast as we can. And so, even, you know, got got to give credit where credit is due. Roxanne Perez and Miko Satamora last night was hey, solid. Solid. See, this is it's one of these things where I'm like, I'm missing NXT. And this is that one I'm missing out on. I heard about her collapsing afterwards. But then again, I'm not getting hit by, you know, fucking, you know. Murder Grandma. Miss, thank you. Murder Grandma. <laughs> I was going to say Mrs. Murder Grandpa. I mean, yeah, that works even better. I'm telling you, Roxanne Perez, that girl, she's, what, 21? She's going to be a star for years to come. Yeah. Absolutely, baby. Apparently, the, the collapsing was a callback to when uh, Sean did it on Raw in, like, yeah. 94, 95, something like that. 90, hey, 97. It might not be an episode we uh, we haven't covered yet on Retro. Just means y'all got to stay tuned. I heard that one. I was like, you know, it, either that or it was just before the, the thing. But who knows? Maybe we have to look that one up and do, like, a special edition. It'll be fun. Trust me, Retro will get fun if we uh, decide to change up some ways. But... Revolution, the whole show was fun. We kept looking at that card. I know I kept looking at that card, said there's too many rehashed, redone fucking matches that we've seen on Dynamite, but all of them have come out to be a better overall match. Ricky Starks, Chris Jericho opened up the show, went a little over 13 minutes. Uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society banned from ringside. This is the one that I got too late, caught it later on, and... 
I've said it before. I'll say it again. Chris Jericho is a star maker. Uh, I cannot have him lose this star making ability. I need him to kind of go on hiatus for a little bit. But with the trios thing that we got going down uh, coming up next week in uh, in in Canada, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm all for it. I know he's got a Fozzy tour coming up. They're playing somewhat near me in, in a couple of weeks. And there you go. I, I don't you know, know a lot of fifty year, fifty plus year old dudes that can do what he does at the level he does. No, and then especially coming right off tour too. Right, but uh, I, I think back to your point of the about that star making thing. Uh, you know, he's just had this match with Ricky Starks. He, um, you know, got Action and Dreddy in there. Uh, he's been on. Uh, people are just like, oh, Chris is losing. He's losing. I'm like, is he really losing though? Like. He's still putting his his flavor on the future of wrestling. It, it's mm-hmm. his name is going to be in the echelon of wrestling for the next twenty years with what he's, he's done he's with like, Action Andretti, uh, Ricky Starks, Sammy Guevara. I mean, look at Sammy four years ago to where he's been in the last four months. Exactly. Still, exactly. You got to think about. You got to think about all that stuff, dude. You have to think about the whole three and a half year run. Everybody's is this guy's put over. You can talk shit about the mimosa match, but were you paying attention to Orange Cassidy before then? Probably not. <clears throat> MJF. Hey, come on. Look at his come program on. with MJF. Well, look at. Well, hold on. When they were buddy buddy. You got to go you, if you really want to go back to when he was making stars without having to do too much when they were buddy buddy and they were doing that fucking uh, the goddamn Broadway sing him a thing. That was brilliant. Yeah, it was. I mean, before the Pat, but, before uh, the Pat Buckery took over, uh, I, I think we were it was pretty unanimous, at least amongst our little group here, that huh? that segment was, you know, fucking brilliant it was money. It was money. Can we send Pat Buck to Impact or, you know, like someone? No, just keep him away from Impact. No, because then then you're going to harm Impact. I just, if like you could like send him like to like an indie that's like in the middle of nowhere. Like where's fucking Kyle live again? Nebraska? Send him to Nebraska. Make fucking Kyle have to deal with his ass. We don't got to deal with that shit. Um, But, okay, so I I don't want to really stick on one match too many. I got it. Real quick. Go for it, please. Control your narrative. I, he's got all the fucking answers. Send him in a box, which is exactly what happened to Chris or Christian, I should say, as he went down in the casket match, the final burial. It's a fucking casket match. But a Jungle Boy Jack Perry beats Christian Cage. What? I didn't. First off, I never thought we'd see a casket match on AEW television or on AEW pay per view, AEW period. I think I would never see it outside of the E, but then again. I, 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 I stick with the, the character narrative, you know what I mean? Because of Undertaker, you got to have a casket match, you know what I mean? It makes sense. Or buried alive, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But in this one, it was just hopefully a, a true burial to their feud. I'm kind of hoping that like Christian is like, oh, yeah, hey, I came back for you to beat me, and then I'm going to go away now. I'm going to like leave for a little bit. Or maybe go to Ring of Honor? I, don't know. I, I mean, that's, that's always possible. I, I mean... I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, hopefully this was the end of it. Um, Cause I, I mean, this is probably dragged on longer than it should have. I, and I know Christian got hurt and that kind of probably prolonged it longer than it sh- needed to be. But 
hopefully just yeah. this is it I, I i'm with you i'm hoping this is it, it it's it's uh you fucking buried him alive yeah. okay it was guys how do you come back from that how do you come back from that there is no way of coming back from that you just don't that's what's so great about professional wrestling it doesn't really have to make sense you're a bazillion and a half but um real quick what's next for jungle boy i know we were kind of trying to figure this out amongst uh amongst our group as well i mean mm-hmm. we all we all thought that he he needed this win and he absolutely did oh wow, hell yeah. but what was this win going to do for him like mm-hmm. i don't think i don't think there was really a Either way, for either winner, it's like okay. Then what? Like, yeah, you know, exactly. TNT title, you know, maybe you have, maybe you have him show up on Ring of Honor. You know, maybe. Honestly, I'd like to see him and Wheeler Yuta go at it. That'd be a good. That'd one. be fun. I'd like to see that. It'd be entertaining. You know, see if uh, see if Jungie can uh, can go. You got to understand, you know, high school, L.A. kid, he did have an amateur background. I don't know if that's going to be able to hang with a guy that hits as hard as Wheeler does. But, I mean, it's um, it's something. But then again, I'm, I look at it, and there's a bunch of different things that I can do, you could do with with, with, uh, with Jungle Boy Jack Parrots. You want to call him fucking all these different names. But there's a bunch of things you could do with Jungle Boy. And my immediate first thing was the TNT title. I thought if Wardlow was going to win, he'd be the, like a, a super easy guy to to easily go ahead and just take it right off of him. I thought of another. Um, I thought of him maybe going after the international, the All Atlantic, the whatever the fuck you want to call it, and the Hot Jungle Boy, the international. Fine, well, I guess we'll fucking already do it. the international title, and you can already have him be the guy that finally beats Orange Cassidy. I sure the fuck hope it's not. Uh, Jared, but again, we'll bitch about that later on in the show. But um, that's where I'm at, and I'm glad Rob came back at the perfect time because the uh, as much as I loved the main event, as much as I loved the main event, I've been clamoring, I've been dying, I've been begging for the House of Black versus the Elite for as long as the both of them have been in this company, and we finally got it. I know I probably well overrated it my damn self. I gave it like five and a quarter, and I don't give a shit. I'll fight anybody. It's my opinion. Kiss my ass. But um, this was excellent. It was. It needed to go down the exact way that it went down. I mean, everybody thought, you know, Malachi should have pinned Kenny. Could have been like a foreshadowing thing. Sure. I mean, for us fantasy bookers, it sounds good. It makes perfect sense. But all that matters is they won the trios titles. And they did. And we're already going to get like another really good I guess three-way trios match with the Jericho Appreciation Society, the Elite, and uh, the House of Black. And I'm a tad worried. I'm a tad worried they're already going to fuck over the House of Black. Because they're in Manitoba. Because they're in Manitoba. You got Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. Like, you're really going to have these two, the biggest probably Canadian stars in the company, probably in the world. I'll go that far, yeah. and you're gonna have them both lose in their hometown. That's some, yeah. that's some WWE level stuff. That doesn't that doesn't bode well for the house. Vince, no would, sir. Vince would do that. Vince would do that a thousand percent. He would a thousand percent. It doesn't matter if it's your goddamn that's hometown. That's shit. Oh yeah. Think of the heat. I can hear it now. Yeah. Um, uh. But yeah, I'm okay. So if they're fucking smart, 
if TK is smart, and we, we I, I know I've said that line on this show in front of you guys the whole nine yards. <laughs> if TK is smart, um, House of Black retains in Canada. I get it. It's fucking Jericho. It's Kenny Omega. Boo fucking who? Okay. As fucking DC has stated, and as it's kind of already become public knowledge at, at, at points, because, you know, people actually don't mind going to a Fozzie concert when they know his fucking tours are up. It's time for him to go bye-bye. So why do you need to start feeding him wins? You know what I mean? Right. But we already said, and it works out perfectly, if the if the elite kind of just go like this, not obviously not like that, like not separate, separate, but, you know, have Kenny be the single. Have fucking the, the Bucks go back to the tag division, you know? If FTR is really going to be gone, which, again, that's something else we can get into later on considering their podcast and all this and that, wouldn't you kind of maybe want one more go with the Bucks before you get the fuck out of there? Why not? So I'm just, you know, I, I think I, what you do, like, if I'm booking the end of the, this match, I have um, Jericho to eat the win or eat the uh, yeah. the loss. I have him maybe, maybe he gets hit with the Black Mist, right? I, I, like I, I think that's probably the the best way to do this. Um, I, I mean, during this match too, we also saw like some foreshadowing of uh, singles matches for Kenny. I, I think yes. that Against we're everybody. all foaming at the mouth for Malachi and Kenny, Buddy and oh, Kenny. That's the oh, one yeah. I've wanted for the last like well, yeah, six years. It's the guy. It's the guy that was Kenny Omega that was doing all the Kenny Omega moves, and now you finally get him to come. To go, to go bam together and it's it's gonna be an osprey ricochet kind of thing and i can already feel like some people are gonna hate it and they're gonna be a tad too flying yeah. or they're gonna be a tad too rough and then that just means you're a bitch yeah and you know i want to see kenny and brody yeah that there you go me and dc that's where you i'm can at see, right like i like brody style brody to me I, I get honestly i get like undertaker vibes like young undertaker Hmm. Like not you know as slow and bulky. I mean like like he could move quickly. From, oh, he is deceptively big fat. guy. He is an offensive lineman in the literal sense. He he's a he's big in size, light on his feet. He's a brick house. Shit, brick house. This fucking. Guy. He's mighty mighty. Oh god, I I fucking I love Brody King. He's the man. He is the man. Okay, so this this one kind of threw me for a loop because I was expecting the Hulk Hogan move and the whole nine and the finger poke of doom. I was overbooking it like a son of a bitch. Uh, even fucking DC said last week that it was going to be the finger poke of doom. We didn't get it. But uh, Jamie Hayter shockingly retains against uh, Soraya and Ruby Soho just for us to get the Ruby Soho turn anyway because, you know, she's team. I'm WWE and you guys are from here. Yeah. So uh, what now? What do you do with Brit now? I'm mean, sorry, not Brit. What do you do with Jamie now? I guess you probably start reintroducing some of the ladies we haven't seen in a while. And there's there's a there's a list of them. There is a list of them. There's uh, like I mean, Riho just came back. Like Riho's back. Nyla Rose is mm-hmm. going to be on TV next week. Why not start feeding people Nyla Rose? Why I I don't hate that, but we'll. Stadlander's been gone for a minute. What I, I want her to be back. She's getting close. She's uh, okay. Layla Hirsch is actually uh, training to come back, so she's she's, okay, she's about to be back. I like that. 
What about? Um, what about? I mean, I haven't seen Sheeta in a while. I am not not sure what she's doing. Or Sheeta? Okay. I, last time she was in, she was doing some stuff in Japan. She, yeah, I think, yeah, that sounds about right. Well, yeah, in my downtime, I better go back home and make some fucking money. But um, is it okay? So I think we've talked about this. It's time. I think it's time. If if we're fumbling and stumbling and bumbling and we're not going to be able to pull the Britt Baker, uh, uh, Jamie Hayter trigger right now, which because you know they're too good of friends, I kind of don't want to fuck it up right now. It's got to be Jade time, right? Yeah, I think. Poor girl's stuck with that damn title. I'm sure she's sick of it too. What Gift you of do, the gods, it baby. You have a triple threat for the TBS mm-hmm. title. You have um, Statlander. Um, we'll say Willow Nightingale and, and Jade. Yes, sir. Anybody. It really could be anybody. So that, that way, you get the title off Jade without her taking a pin or a submission. And that way, you know, she has that credit of saying, hey, I was never pinned. I was never, I never tapped out. You have Serena win the women's title. She doesn't need it long, just a brief, brief run. I guess. And then you have her in the ring celebrating. And as she's celebrating, her music cuts. Jade starts. Jade comes out, doesn't even have to do anything, just looks at her and looks at the title. And that's it. She does the Ronda Rousey without pointing at the side. Yeah, basically. I like it. I like it. See, that's I'm I'm already I'm ready for the move. It's time to go. Simplicity works. Simplicity works. What's what's the old saying that they said? It, 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 with the the with the fucking uh, acronym or whatever. It's kiss. Is keep it simple. Keep stupid. it simple. Stupid. Stupid. So some of this got stupid, and it got a lot of heat online. And there's some people that absolutely don't fuck with hardcore matches, death matches, blood, whatever. If you like blood a lot, this was your fucking match. If you like blood a little bit, this was probably your fucking match. If you didn't like it at all, you probably ran away screaming, it is what it is. Yeah. Hangman Adam Page defeated John Moxley. Um brutal. Can to say get the fucking vacation though? No. Probably, Do you see him? He, he, he doesn't want no. he doesn't want no damn vacation. No. No, he doesn't. Yeah, I, don't, I really don't think he does. He's on, he's well, on vacation. I, Are you kidding me? He's a millionaire he who does vacation. this for fun. Even his wife said it. Like, this is a hobby for Mox. This is true. This is true. Everybody wonders, like, why he didn't want to hang out on the E. Because I get paid to do this. I'm getting paid to mutilize, mutilize people. This is fantastic. Exactly. It's, he is a sick son of a Who bitch. are we to stop this man from his passion? Are you gonna stop him? I'm not gonna stop I don't know. him. I mean the dude is having the I mean, it'd, be, I, it'd be kind of fun. I I mean that's just me, but Right, you know what I mean? I mean it's like I look and I just think I look at and you know you know Triple H is thinking, God damn it, I could have done this. I could have done this with him. We could have had this. To a degree, I'm sure. But eh, I But mean, no, we get gas masked Ambrose. Hey, I, I mean, the out. nerds online were already complaining about the match and nothing. It's just like, come on. You know, these are the people, and, and I guarantee you, these people didn't watch the match to begin with. Didn't watch it at no. all. They just read about 
you know, they read the on um, some dirt sheet and they're like, and no, no, they they, they they watch a forty second spot on Twitter. Yeah, that's it. And they don't see the subtext. John Moxley is is a millionaire who does death matches for fun. He he comes from a line of being a death match wrestler. So people, their first exposure to this man was Dean Ambrose. So they're just you know freaking out because Dean Ambrose is you know bleeding a lot every week. Every week, your motherfuckers bleeding all over the place. But that's Dean. That's what he loves. It's what he fucking loves. As you say, dude, he's a, he's a millionaire who does this shit for fun. Um, they said that they're done with each other, yet there was an interaction at the end. I'm thinking maybe we're going to get a blow off with the Dark Order. I think maybe. Uh, I mean, it, it looks like a Blackpool Combat Club uh, heel turn. Oh, you know, if anything, it could have been one of those things where it's over for now, but like they've moved it to the back burner. Maybe. I mean, honestly, there shouldn't be another singles match because the way they ended that match, I mean, Hangman literally hung a man. He literally hung a man with a chain. Oh, the bricks. And then, oh. Like that. I mean, that should be. That should should be it. I mean, that's it, man. That's like some boss man undertaker bullshit there. For real boss man undertaker bullshit right there. You're telling me. Loved it. Uh. Wardlow beat Samoa Joe with his own fucking move. Kind of, Just to, uh, kind of, to go kind on. Of, kind, of, kind of surprising. Uh, I, I mean, props to, to Joey Samoa mm-hmm. for uh, putting putting the young kid over. I don't want to say he's a young kid. He's a couple years younger than I am. Um, I was going <laughs> to. But uh, he's young in the game. He's yeah, young in the he's game. young in the game. He's probably not even young in the game. But uh, I, I think it, that was that was cool that Joe did that for him. And that almost never happens. Nah, it happened twice on Sunday. <laughs> right, it did happen twice on Sunday. Um, but then, again, like you know, uh, giggity. Uh, we we saw what happened with with uh, with Wardlow and it's it's Hobbs now so it's like you kind of sort of built him back up to beat him and now it's like everybody if everybody lost a little bit the only person that won in this entire thing was Hobbs yeah I, so, I mean they kind of put themselves in a situation where it's you know damned if we do damned if we don't mm-hmm. Wardlow loses he's three day champ and you know. Any kind of momentum we could have built towards to is gone. Hobbs, this whole book of Hobbs thing they've been doing for the last couple of weeks, and you know, mm-hmm. between Dark and Dynamite, if Wardlow would have beat him tonight, then that whole thing would have been a wash. And it's just like, what can we do? <laughs> it, honestly, I think, and I know AEW doesn't like to do disqualifications. Did they have one in their history? I think that was an instance where Joe should have retained by disqualification. Drop the title of the Hobbs. So then, then, you know, then, you know, Wardlow would come out, cost Joe the match. Because Joe's a heel. Have Joe kick the referee. Have him kick the referee in the nuts. I love it. Personally, I don't. I, I'm I'm cool with Hobbs having it. Like 
you know, we all no, we've I, all I, been pretty big on Hobbs since uh, since he got officially signed. But uh, oh, yeah. another kind of like situation I was thinking about was having Joe come out and maybe interfering and you know costing somebody the match, and then we just get a like a nice little triple threat blow off somewhere along the line. I was thinking that exact thing. I was thinking it would have been Joe tonight instead of QT, but we got QT instead. Nobody so wants did to you, see that. Did you notice that stupid emblem, that QTV thing they've been promoting? I did notice that on his jacket, but what the fuck is he, it? He, I, I guess that's going to have something to do with him. Because I, I don't know if you've seen that the factory is gone. I've noticed that they were gone. Like, I pretty much haven't seen any of the guys. Well, no, they're legit gone. The, somebody said that uh, the they broke the factory up. Everybody's on oh, their sure. own now. Oh, well. Yeah. Sucks. Well, I mean, well, I mean, I don't know. We, like, we, we talked about Sean Dean in the Ring of Honor one. So, hey, it is what it is. But um, we get to the tag match, and this is kind of where, like, the internet went a little crazy. Now, the problem is, is, like, you can go ahead and you can say that, like, you're kind of sort of devaluing the acclaimed when, when the guns beat them. But at the same time, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal had no fucking reason to be in that goddamn match. Not for a long shot. Um, if it wasn't for storyline injuries, uh, I would have much rather the best friends over Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. But I would have been just as excited if they would have randomly pulled the dub out of their ass. You know what I mean? It would have been nice. That would have been something. But the internet, or should I should just say TikTok nerds, I should just go with that decided to go bananas when the guns won because, oh, well, the guns, oh, listen to the reaction, listen to the reaction, listen to the reaction. Because, what reaction? Uh, there was no reaction. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's like uh, they compared it and said, um, this is the reaction because they got a pop, like a crowd got uh, FTR won and, oh, there's a giant pop. And then the guns won and it's dead ass silent. And I'm like, yeah, that's called being a heel. You're, you're not supposed to be like they want you to be mad. The people are supposed to be mad that you won. Nobody is supposed to be happy you won. In very rare and then who the fuck? Exactly. But then, and then again, what other fucking team would have been a perfect fucking come out for FTR? Exactly. You're really going to have FTR go out there and go stare down the fucking claim? Like, doesn't that kind of feel weird? Doesn't that make FTR heels? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, and, and it's not that time yet. We're waiting for a good old Pepsi Phil to come back, but that's a, probably another subject for another time. Oh, we lost your sound, bro. I did. I lost your sound. No, um, I. I, I- All right, but yeah, um. As we were getting back to technical difficulties aside, here we go back, and it is what it is. Um, the guns were the perfect guys. Yeah. And now it's going to be FTR and the guns. We'll see how far that whole thing goes. I mean, the rumor behind it all, according to Dax and Cash when they were doing their podcast, is their deal is up in April. Now, it's fucking, is it, it is fucking March the 8th. I don't know when in April. I'm hoping the end of April. But then again, it is March the 8th. So personally, I'm I'm with you. Like, I think Rob was like the first one that said, like, oh, they got new merch. There's no way they're gone. I'm with that move. Why? I mean, if your fucking deal is up in a couple of months, why the fuck are you getting merch? Right. 
The the only kind of caveat to that where, you know, just to to play devil's advocate. Unless it was already planned. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, they already had it in the pipeline. Uh, for for example, just, you know, as an example, <clears throat> the WWE US title, the, the one that Theory has, that, that okay. design, was actually had been done for like a year and a half. The reason that we didn't see it earlier was they were waiting on the replicas to oh, be done. Nice. So what I'm wondering is if this design, these, they were just waiting for the shirts to be printed so that that way, as soon as FTR Day comes out with them on for the first time, boom, it's already on, it's already on shopaew.com. I mean, that make that does make a lot of sense. You can't pay me for the plug. So, I mean, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, I'm hoping they're hanging out. It's um, they, but in their promo tonight, besides the stumbling and bumbling and misplacing words, they made it sound like they haven't won the AEW titles before. But it's like motherfuckers, yes, you, you have. Did. You won that. Were they third champions? I want to third fourth. So, yeah, because didn't they beat Kenny and Hanky? No, they, and Kenny. They beat the Young Bucks, didn't they? Had to be the Bucks. Yeah, because yeah. it was Kenny and Hangman that. Yeah, and they lost to the Bucks. Wait, no, no, no. I thought, and maybe I'm wrong. I, didn't uh, Lucha the Lucha Brothers beat beat the Bucks? Beat the Lucha Bucks. Brothers beat the Bucks. So I think, and then I think the Bucks beat FTR. Uh oh, hold on. I'm almost certain. I'm about to say we're all doing the to the Googles, right? To the Google, Professor Google. Yeah, no, FTR beat Hangman and oh no, FTR beat Hangman and Kenny. And then uh, the Bucks beat FTR. Yep. Crazy. Champ knows. That's right, baby. That's how it goes. So to finish this, um 60 minutes that ended up going a minute and five. MJF beats Brian Danielson four to three in a sudden death. Um, I'm quickly gonna go through the pinfall. So it was a pinfall from Brian. Then he got a DQ because he got hit with a low blow. So it was 2-0 Brian. And then it was back-to-back pins from MJF off the low blow, which was fucking genius. There was the Heat Seeker, which is the, uh, the like, fucking pile driver from the ropes that got uh, MJF up 3-2. Regal Stretch got it back to 3-3. We got to the 60-minute limit. TK said, nah, fuck that shit. MJF, after using the Oxen Shank on the outside made uh brian tap with his own move the label lock there was plethora of spots in this one we saw the excellence that is maxwell jacob friedman he has really good uh mat work he outworked brian danielson if you really want to put that story that way he proved that not only was he the greatest well he would he backed up his claim to be the greatest wrestler there is you know what i mean how brian would say he's the best in the world well guess what no he is he proved he was better in every in every form of the matter, we also got the spot with the kid that got tequila thrown on him, and somebody there is a there is a AEW uh, I want to say it was Scorpio Sky, mm-hmm. and um, Daz is going to do the editing for this one, so this is probably the best time for Geek of the Week, or actually shit Mark say pause shit Mark say, so um he went on fucking Twitter and said that we should not be praising a kid that got a fucking drink thrown on him. 
And I'm like, who in the fuck is praising him? Like, you'd be no surprised. Did. Well, okay, okay, you're, you're probably right on that one. You're a thousand. I probably so I probably haven't been able to read it, or I haven't gone fishing for it. But I haven't heard anybody praise the kid. I know that a bunch of people in the crowd try to console the kid, try to give them merch, their own merch. They just spent big hard money on like, hey, dude, it's okay, buddy. It's all right. It's just a fucking show. Da, 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 da. And like, I don't know if that's praising. Uh, there, there was a man. <laughs> There's a lot going on with that situation. Um, that yeah. situation has almost overshadowed the match, to be honest. Um, but there's people just going, oh, you're, you know, people are soft. You know, Ted DiBiase, you know, they're comparing that thing with the basketball Ted DiBiase did and kicked the ball or whatever. That's the- I was just like, that's kind of different, but whatever. Um, they're Mad different. Just like, oh, you know, uh, shit like this happens in the 80s all the time. And it's just like, well, it's 40 years ago. <laughs> Times change, bud. Times change, baby. Uh, if you go to a wrestling show, you should expect to be part of the show. No. Um, Maybe as in the an 80s? adult, somebody our age, absolutely. I mean, I, I, mean I get if that kid was mouthing off or being a little dickhead or whatever, but he was just sitting there minding his business. Like, yeah. fuck. You know, I, I guarantee you, MJ probably got spoken to backstage. Oh, no. I was um, like, dude. Never again. Well, again, we uh, TK during the presser or the media conference, whatever the fuck they want to call it. Um, he had said that like he had a real talk with MJF and like this is not actions of a champion and all this, this and that. And I'm sure like that was like a real conversation. Like, hey, dude, this you don't fucking do that. Yeah. You know what I mean, like you want to you want to slap a fucking guy's drink out of his hand, a grown ass adult. You fucking go right ahead, but don't ever throw anything to a kid again. And you know what? To uh, I get he's playing the gimmick, but let's be real. Just as an aside, do you really think he's going to be able to get away with half this crap if he goes to the E? No, really, no. and that's why he's not going to go. No, and he knows that. I think we all know that now. Yeah. But this, he would do this one time, and he'd be off TV and suspended. A thousand, a thousand percent, and doing sensitivity training. Sensitivity training for sure. So more um, than likely, that's what he's doing after his uh, rebar mitzvah next week. But that hey, that's right. He does have a rebar mitzvah next week, so we'll see how that whole thing goes. But uh, really quick before we before we jump on to the next thing, who is next for MJF? Sounds like Adam Cole, baby. Sounds like Adam Cole, baby. I like that one. Now, <sighs> if Adam loses. Well, MJF's got a list. I, I mean, he keeps mentioning these people during his presser. I don't know if you've seen the little uh, Cody list he did a couple months ago. I did. He has, like, Wardlow is supposedly next. War, yeah, he, I mean, he's got a couple names on there. Wardlow, he called uh, Darby the school shooter. Uh, Jung- yeah, Wardho. Uh, Jungle Boy. Um, he's got a couple of names. It sounds like he's going to be holding on to this title uh, for a while if he, you know, doesn't throw Sammy doesn't throw drinks on kids. I mean, that's the only thing I could see him really fucking his whole thing up right now. Um, he does love to love to use a lot of the CM Punk lines, which makes me think that we are going to see Pepsi Phil some point. No, no. You say this, I say this, and but the reality is, is I don't, I don't see how it wouldn't work. 
You know what I mean? It's about making money. The reality is, is, is like if you want, if we want to be specific, really quick, um, AEW is not garnering as much money or as, as, they, as they did when Punk was there, and that's not a lie. That's you know, there's no, there's no ifs ands or buts about it. But then again, if we're gonna, if we're comparing companies, there's dudes that leave there all the time, and their ratings drop too, and nobody bitches about right. it. So, I mean, it, it, this is what happens in professional wrestling or sports entertainment, whatever you want to color a, the page. As a fan, the, that dog collar match they had, probably mm-hmm. one of the best matches in AEW history. Oh, Gu- gu- guaranteed, we've only got four years of history with this company, but that's definitely up there. And I, I want to say top five. Um, if we Easy. put a world title in the middle of these two and have them run it back, holy <sighs> shit. Imagine the new and improved MJF against the returning Punk. Like and, and I don't like, and I don't, I don't like CM Punk at all. But I mean, imagine that match. Uh, I will say this: as far as CM Punk goes, and you know, he is inexorably going to be tied to the All Out presser. Mm-hmm. And all I will say, without getting on the whole thing, is a lot of that blame. You know, people blame the elite. People blame Punk. I say put blame where blame should go. Tony Khan. Tony Khan. That is that blame is 100% on him. Mhm. Nobody could be knocking on doors if somebody was an actual boss and said knock it the fuck off. You cannot be people's friend. You are their boss. Act like it. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme. Hey, before we continue on to see what's going down this week, let's go back a little bit in time to this week in wrestling history. Right, so March the 5th, 2016, Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Roderick Strong at PWG All-Star Weekend 12, night two, for the World, PWG World Championship as he held it for 489 days, which is the third longest reign in PWG history. Uh, the first and second belonged to Bandito at 863, who only defended it three times. Now, granted, he was champion during the okay. pandemic, and uh, Adam Cole, baby, who won it for 538 or held it for 538 days, excuse me, but almost doubled or more than doubled his uh, Bandito's defense with seven. Let's see, March the 6th, 2000. On an episode of Monday Night Raw, we got to see uh, Kurt Angle defend the Intercontinental Championship against Chris Jericho. We saw Crash Holly somehow, some way, defeat the humongous Viscera to retain the hardcore title. And we saw a main event that included a steel cage between The Rock and a guy we're not supposed to talk about, but I love him, so eat my shorts, Chris Benoit. And for you Benoit haters out there, he lost, so don't trip. And lastly, March the 8th, 2010, on an episode of TNA Impact, viewers were forced to watch a match that involved Hollywood Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair not once, but twice. Because at the first time they had a match, it was thrown out because of bullshit DQs. They later on main evented the show in a no DQ tag match. So, of course, both these little bastards gigged, bled all over the place. And if you gave a fuck, Hogan and Abyss were the team, and they won. Uh, but as a positive, we got to see Jeff Jarrett get his ass kicked by um, Roderick, uh, Robert Rude. I was going to say Roderick Rude. By Robert Rude and Jay. And who Gold. doesn't love that? Who doesn't love seeing that? Who doesn't love seeing Jeff Jarrett just get his ass beat left? That's a positive. 
It's always a positive. All right. It was quick. It was short. It was sweet. But this that was this week in wrestling history. Hey, yo, what up? It's Darby Allen, and we're about to take it to the mat. You guys want to have some fun? Let's have a little bit of the fun. Let's see if you guys can get there before we do. If a member of the TSK does not get this in under two minutes, it will be a group-style promo at the end of the show. As the boys will be picking up their mic, cutting a 60-second promo gets a mystery person at the end of the show. It is time to guess the wrestling. I wonder who this could possibly be. Who is it? Who the hell is it? Guess the wrestler. He's the bestler. Better than all the wrestler. We're gonna give these guys a little bit of extra because the well, this is Rob's first time, so you know we gotta ease him into it. You always so, remember your first time. Hey, you always remember your first time. I get doing. So what yeah, we're gonna do is I'm going to run down a list of accolades and some lovely clues to get you intrigued of who this person is, and uh, because it's your first time, I'll give you an extra thirty seconds. So let me get the timer going. Bleep, 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 bleep. All right, timer starts as soon as I finish the first question. So he, let's go with really quick. No, I don't want to go just right there. All right, this guy started his professional wrestling career at Southwest Championship Wrestling in 1975. He went on to win the Mid-Atlantic Championship uh, I'm sorry, he went on to win the NWA Television Championship three times, NWA National Heavyweight Championship one time, U.S. Heavyweight Championship one time, and was a two-time tag team champion mid-Atlantic with Arn Anderson. Totally? If we go to – that was uh, in the mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling. If we go to Pro Wrestling Insider – he was PWI'd Feud of the Year in 1987, the Four Horsemen and the Superpowers and – or sorry, the yeah, Four Horsemen versus the Superpowers and the Road Warriors. Got to be Tully. Yeah, Got to be Tully. It's Got to be Tully. I kind of half gave it away right there because it is what it is, but hey, Dr. Tully goddamn Blanchard, baby. So that's it. No guess, No promo at the end of this gimmick, but that's okay. That's all right. If you guys tune into the next, kicking it with the TSK, in all reality, we all got to do some karaoke. Letting y'all boys know right now, we all got one wrong. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. We got one wrong. I, I mean, how 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 else was that gonna happen? Oh Lord! All right. Promo Mania 8. 
And I was going to come on the show this week and talk shit about my opponents, the MDO. And hell, maybe that's why the TSK kicked me off my own damn show and took it over. But Travis the Walker Anderson and Cypher. Hmm. Like I said, I was going to come on the show and talk shit about you, but you know what? This week, I'm not going to do that. See, there's a reason that this week's episode is for Travis. And if you know, you know. If you don't, just understand one thing. This goes beyond rivalries, beyond storylines, beyond matches, beyond promos, beyond everything. So this week, instead of talking shit about DMDO and about Cypher and about Travis, especially, I decided I would just get a little something off my chest. So this is probably the best story that I have been involved with in Max Wrestling. We've gone all the way since last summer. And Travis has been one hell of an adversary, one hell of an opponent, one hell of a challenger. And now we come to Promomania where one of our two teams is about to become tag team champions, first ever tag team champions in Max Wrestling. And I realized maybe that's what we were building to this whole time. This war between factions. Maybe it was always about preparing you for tag team titles. Well, I feel blessed to have had an adversary like Travis. And I feel grateful that we are going to end this story on the grandest stage we have, Promo Mania. So I've said enough nice things, and you know what? Just like the snow behind me, this too shall pass. TSK's takeover shall pass. And next week, one week before Max Wrestling's 8th anniversary, your captain will be back. And from then on, it's business as usual. This is Rain Crew's winner of WWE Announcer Contest on TikTok. And you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the Max! Welcome back to the TSK Takeover. We are here each, each and every Thursday, or at least I am. Each and every Thursday, do not forget to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you are joining us. And if you head on over to our website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.uk, we will greatly appreciate you. Make sure to hit us, subscriber goal to 500. We're trying to get there. We're trying to get us going. We're trying to get paid in this piece, you know what I'm saying? Help a brother out. And the only way we can do that is by you guys hitting the follow button and making sure to, you know, share with your friends. But still to come, we got Geek of the Week, Best of the Week. And for this week and this week alone, we only had the one shit mark say, so that already passed. But Promo Mania is upon us. And this is an event of epic proportions. And it's just too, it's too big for one night. We're coming at you two nights. Coming at you March 28th and the 30th. Get a load of this lineup. After attacking the Phoenix at Podcast Promo Rumble 8, Ted P. De Niro is officially back in action as they go one-on-one in exhibition promo for night one. Also on night one, we have the featured of the sixth annual Iron Bank Challenge. The winner can cash in at any time on any champion for up to a year, or they can book themselves in the main event 
call it the DC Wing. This year, we so far have three competitors already filled in. It's myself, it's Travis Walker Anderson, it's last year's winner, DC, Daniel Crimmins, and we've got one spot opened. Do you or do you not have what it takes to be the Iron Bank Challenger? So the oldest feud in Max Wrestling comes full circle as the man they call Beer challenges Kenny Killer for the Knowledge Championship in full trivia mayhem. It'll be five rounds of various trivia challenges to finally settle the score. Will it be Beer? Will it be Kenny Killer? Who will be your Knowledge Champion? Speaking of settling the scores, they have faced each other on multiple occasions, but Robert Davis has decided it is time to come out of retirement and he will go one-on-one, toe-to-toe, mano-we-mano with the man they call the podcast machine, Michael Larkin, as they go one more time in promo exhibition. And for the first time ever, we are going to have tag team champions crowned on Max Wrestling. After a year long feud, it comes down to the Cypher and the Walker, representing the modern day outlaws against the Phoenix and the Sheep, representing the Dragon Club, who will make history at Promo Mania. And as stated during the break, I should say last week, the lawyer, Chad Malcolm, has decided he's going to face me for the Max Wrestling World Championship, the vacant Max Wrestling World Championship. And that is a beautiful segue for me to announce my huge announcement. Because the fun thing is, last year's Max Wrestling World Championship was defended in a cinematic match. It's doing it all over again. It'll be me, it'll be Chad, Cinematic Warfare, and you're gonna get your ass kicked. Lastly, don't forget we got the predictions. Actually, no, excuse me, hold the phone. He's right here and I can't forget to forget about him. The main event of the evening. As booked by last year's Iron Bank winner, Daniel Primitz. It'll be the TV championship against him and the darkest creature in the realm, the Demoness. My skin is crawling. And of course, do not forget, Prediction Championship is on the line for WrestleMania 39 and group MVP will be decided. Keep posting, commenting on Max Wrestling. You can do that right now. Everybody except for Alex, you can go fuck yourself. And somebody needs to dethrone, dethrone Trav. So let's get to work. And let's not forget, I got myself a little announcement. Oh, that's right. Do you want to get that now? Oh, yeah. We, we're, we're doing we're doing it now. Right now. Announcement after announcement. We're doing it better than TK. This is going to be the biggest main event in Promomania history. To have there be no doubt when I when I retain my title, and I will, and that's not a prediction, that is a spoiler for you. I am challenged, I am updating the challenge to an old school promo back. What does that mean? That means old school rules apply. I am challenging her to three judges. I pick a judge. She picks a judge. Third judge, the captain. There will be no doubts. There, there must be a winner. I am so convinced that I will win that if I do not, I will never compete in a promo again. Wow. I guarantee victory. Wow. You have heard it here first. So let me update yes, you. It's in your balls in your court. Let me update the main event card for you. 
the Demoness versus DC Daniel Crimmins for the television championship in old school Pomo warfare. Three judges decide your winner. If DC loses, this is the last promo he cuts on Max. Ever. Ever. And if you need more of his old stuff, make sure you go to maxwrestling.net.weebly.com forward slash promo mini eight for all the information you need. So let's get into some quick WWE news to uh, to get the blood flowing, I guess. I, I guess. So the number one thing I got to talk about or we got to bring up is Senor Juan Cena is back in the WWE. He came home to Boston and he challenges Austin Theory. It's official. It is not uh, Theory and Seth or whatever other ones we thought. It's Siri and Cena or Theory and Cena, excuse me, for the U.S. title. Does this mean John walks into the Raw after Mania in L.A. as the U.S. champ? No. <laughs> no. Well, come on. Uh, I, I mean, as much you know, fun as it would be to uh, see the Cena U.S. Open Challenge again. I, I mean, nah. We can have the Theory Open no. Challenge, right? You know, it's to, to steal a phrase from Cena. Theory's time is now. This is true. He's hot. You know, Theory, he's still a young kid. He's, what, like 24, 25-ish? Not even, not even that old. <laughs> I was going to say, no, I don't even think that. 22, 23. Oh, if him. he fuck goes him. on this path and keeps on this trajectory he, and stays healthy, he could be wrestling for another 20 years. Oh, for sure. If not yeah, longer. Absolutely. He, look at him. He has the look of somebody that the E would want to build their company around. Mm-hmm. He's got a youthful look. You know, he's he's good on the mic. He's only gotten better since he's been on the main roster. Facts. He's the kind of guy you can put on the shitty USA Network shows. You can put him on movies. If they get bought out by Disney, you can put him on whatever show, whatever Star Wars show Disney has at the time. Yeah, yeah. I think Theory is definitely a guy that you could do that with. He could be the new the new kind of Cena, the the baby-face-looking kid that could go in and he could play the rugged Marine or he could play the goofy dude on Nickelodeon. He's got the body. He's got the look. He's got the the uh, 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 the young man appeal, if you will. He's got a lot yeah. riding for him. Absolutely. But um, I, I I think we've we've fantasy booked like the guy. And if he does do like an open challenge, he'll turn around and just lose. Is that going to bother See, the thing with it is, no. there's more of an upside for Theory winning than there is for Cena winning. Like, Cena wins, okay, what? What next? If But if Theory loses, I feel like it would do more damage to him to lose. I think so, too. Not really. No, you don't think so? No, he's still young. Like, if he loses, big deal. He, he can still wrestle for 25 years. But in the in the land of the E, where it looks like Papa uh, Papa H is no longer as in charge as we hoped for, and 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 it and it looks like it's going to be the old man again, or at least he's trying his damnedest to get back in there. Old McMahon. You fucking get it. Um, you really don't. You really don't think that they're like it, now is the best time to capitalize on theory to try to run with him as long as you have it. Oh, him? it's the best time to do it. But I'm saying if he does lose, it's not going to be that big of a deal. What are they going to do? Send him back down to NXT? They've already done that. Well, they did that with Gargano. Yeah. Well, I think there's different reasons. Yeah. We'll have to get into that one though in a bit. So, I mean, I mean, um, okay. I mean, the worst thing that's going to happen: the old man's going to give him his fucking phone back, and he's going to start taking selfies again. 
Yeah, that's about the worst of it, I think. I think that's your thousand on that one. <sighs> but but speaking of the old man being back, and it's this reeks of the old man, Trish and Lita are gonna be in a in a three in a three way or six man tag against damage control with their team of Becky uh, on their side. Giggity. I mean, don't get me wrong. Dude, I don't mind looking at them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, 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 the teenager in me is in love all over again. But why are you on my television in my 30s? Because Trish is still hot. I'm not going to deny that one. That is a Lita still looks incredible. That is a stellar argument. <laughs> she, isn't she already 50? Who? She's 47. Okay. Lita? Lita. Yeah. It's not quite 50. Okay, well, they're both hot as shit, so let's just stick with that. Yeah. But I mean, okay, um, are, do we care though? Aren't they the fucking like tag champs though? Women's tag champs. Yeah, Becky and Becky and Lita. So fuck those belts. Uh, I mean, we've been on fuck those belts for a while now. <laughs> You're not the wrong. Rumor, the latest rumor that 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 I'm that I heard heard is there is a plan to possibly have Lita. And Becky wrestle both nights, and have them because I guess the plan is still to have Ronda and, and That's Shayna. That's the smartest move. And if you're gonna go out there and beat anybody, beat the old ladies in a minute. You know, I think what you do, honestly, you have Ronda and Shayna win up before Mania, or you, or you have some other throwaway team. Like I, I don't even know yeah. who's there. You, yeah, you got to get it off of them. I'm with that move. Yeah. You know, and I, I love, I will say this as an aside, I love that we are getting the badass Shayna again. Yes. Like, good Shayna. Make, make her what she was in NXT, and where she would just wreck everybody. She was the female Brock. Mm-hmm. And we loved it. I, it was she sad killed again. everybody in that elimination chamber, and it amounted to nothing. It did amount to absolutely That's uh, That still haunts my brain. And then she got then she got punked out at Mania. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, so we brought up Johnny Gargano and his return to NXT, or it, it quite possibly a little bit. Um, is this a bad thing? No. Mm-mm. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I don't think it is. I think they are waiting to bring him back up to the main until Champa's ready. Okay. And I think we get DIY. Well, he's just going to finish the storyline he started with Grayson Waller. I mean, he only didn't finish it because he took a, took a break when his kid was born. I was going to say, I was like, yeah, didn't he have like a kid and the whole thing just kind of yeah. went? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I like it. I mean, it, the, the the idea of fucking Sean coming out of retirement to face a nerd like Grayson Waller no. kind of made me laugh. Yeah. I was like, no, he's too Do we old. not remember the last time Sean wrestled? I do match? remember the last and time Sean wrestled. That's was. exactly why I say no. Jonathan is smart. He he knows he can't do it, so he won't do it. Mm-hmm. And he's even said, like, he there was an interview. I think it was a Sam was it was Sam Roberts did an interview with Michaels, and HBK even said he said that match was an absolute mistake. He oh, said we yeah. got to the back. He said, "I knew it was." He said, "I knew it was it was time." He said, "No, Hunter knew it was time." Yeah, I mean, I, Hunter, even with his swollen titty and all, you could see him laying on, you know, Hunter mm-hmm. and going, it, "We're too old for this shit, bro." 
Like, what are we what doing? Are we doing? <laughs> that whole match was like just none of the four guys involved in that match should have no. been involved. Absolutely not. No, it, it was it was a geriatric match to say the least. Yeah, I, I mean that match in 1998 would have been great. Not not oh, yeah. in 2018 or 19, whenever the hell it was. Even like 2005, 2010-ish, it would have been Yeah, fine. exactly. Like, yeah, fucking even late 2010s or like mid-2010s. Oh, 2015, okay, fine. Give me like – oh, no, that's probably about the time. Eh, no, yeah, no. Like early 2000s, you're 2010. probably right. 2010s, like you're cut off. Yeah, you're probably right right there. But, I mean, like, did it, everybody get hurt in that match? Yeah. yeah. Everybody I think like everybody got hurt to some degree. And it was like, okay. It was embarrassing. Fucking Sean's thing came off, and he looked really weird, extra bald, and it's just all fucking hell broke loose. It was all bad. But um, we switched over to AEW really quickly to finish up for Dynamite. Hobbs won the TNT title with some help of QT. You know, we were th- we had talked earlier about maybe it was Joe that could have been better off. How long does Hobbs le- hold on to this thing? Who can he beat to make himself look strong? And who you know who could be the person to take it off? Danhausen. <laughs> I don't. I will never disagree with Danhausen. I mean, he's the strongest man in the world. He could lift seven elephants. Seven elephants in three beds. With one finger. One finger. With one finger. Uh, I I think this will be an interesting uh, run because it's a fresh face. It's somebody yeah. we don't see or haven't seen very much of lately, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this will create a lot of uh, opportunity yeah. on the loaded roster. We, we can, it is. we can, we can get some cool stuff coming up. And you know, it's, it, it, it's better this way than it bounced back and forth. You know, yes. it, you know, there's, I think Hobbs, you know, the, you know, you could have Ethan Page. You could mm-hmm. have so many people out there that you know we could get. And like, who else would you have had to take it off him? Give it back to Sammy for the millionth time. Jungie, John Silver, John Silver. I mean, yeah, that's a guy you like want to anyone. build a guy, John Silver. Uh, you know, fucking Orange Cassidy. If he's if if he eventually drops this All Atlantic to somebody or international, excuse me, to somebody, you know, why not be TNT champ? I mean, there's I mean, there's, there's a lot of potential here. Yes, there's a lot of potential, yeah. a lot, a lot of potential. So, um, I want to move because I think the, the the next topic I actually have lined up is is bigger than this one, but I want to skip. We'll skip it right now because I'll finish it. Um. All Atlantic is being leveled up to the international title. Um, and it, because of that, we got an announcement for it. We, the Marks, or at least myself, and I'll raise my hand for this one, are dying for a fucking Forbidden Door 2. You are fucking me around with every goddamn special announcement that's coming out of your fucking ears. You're like... Not on top of that, your fucking special announcement started with the whole... Um, Oh well, I've officially made Jeff Jarrett and Orange Cassidy. What? Literally, nobody wants this. Nobody no. wants this. It, it's just the people worst. in 1995 don't even fucking want no. this. No. 
Again, I'm watching retro. I don't want to watch this shit. Fuck no. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'll say it. FTK. Hey, there we go. FTK right now. I mean, hey, you're making bad moves, but you're 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 doing some stuff that is fucking mad ass questionable. So I can't I can't blame that one. But um, FTK. FTK. The the hot one, the hottest I should say, for my personal opinion, coming out of AEW was Brian Danielson's, uh, I guess, post match interview, post match promo, whatever you want to call it, after his gruesome battle with MJF. And he's crying and he says he's not able to feel his arms and he lost some feeling in his legs and he's afraid he can't hold his children. Then MJF said all these things and they ended up coming true. And now he's going to, quote unquote, go home. Does Brian go to Ring of Honor? Is this Brian's way of going off TV to get ready for G1? Or is this Brian saying, thanks so much and waving us goodbye? Don't necessarily think this is goodbye. No, I think he goes away for a bit. I think he, you know, this kind of settles down, you know, let's let the water settle. Mm-hmm. He comes back, challenges him one more time for the title. Then, you know, MJF says, well, I've already beaten you. The, the, I have no reason to take the challenge unless you put your career on the line. Okay, okay, okay. Don't hate it, don't hate it. I, I think he does uh, show up in ROH, too. You think so? Yeah, I mean, he's OG ROH. I mean, he is why, would, why, would he, why would he not? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think we even had a point where it was like, dude, make him Ring of Honor champ. You're going to tell me that wouldn't sell Ring of Honor? Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I just there's already people going around. And the reason why I had to make this a part of the show is literally from the time we got done watching Dynamite in the 15 minute span. It took for <laughs> to start the show. TikTok is getting flooded with, oh, no, he's retiring. No, he's not no, he's retiring. Not retiring. Um, and if he is, you know what? The fucking guy would deserve it. But I, Absolutely. he's not going to fucking retire. No. How long has he been in AW? Two years? Two. I mean, this- I want to say, yeah. That sounds right. Uh, I mean, I mean, most of these guys sign contracts for three to five years. So, if anything, he's got a year left. They are working you just like when that. I mean, y'all remember that Mark Henry promo where Mm -hmm. he said, "I'm going, I'm coming home, Mm -hmm. I'm coming home," and then he went on to win the world title. What do you know? But I mean, one thing we we brought up at least in our little group in our Discord group is you know, every week it's Mox, Jericho, and Brian. Like mm-hmm. these guys, I mean, need a break. They they do need. They've break. done a tremendous job since the fallout from All Out of kind of carrying the company and restoring morale mm-hmm. and just going out there and being the leaders that we all know they could be. And mm-hmm. maybe Brian's ready just to say, "Okay, guys, I'm going on vacation for six weeks. I'll, I'll see you later. Gonna go. I'll see you guys later. Gonna go plant some stuff in my garden. Gonna go. You know." Throw some kids down at the the dojo with my BJJ belt. Um, That's right, babe. You know, go hang out with my kids. Go hang out with my hot wife. You know, take a hey, how you doing? take a little break. That's all I'm saying. You know, Mox Mox, Mox hey. is going to keep killing people, and Jericho's going to keep Jericho. He's going to because he's a wizard. He's a wizard, bitch. Oh God! I mean, I I'm, you know, I'm in a million. I'm I'm. 
I I'm clamoring for B dry for a lot of AEW guys to go into the G one. But with that being said, I I look at Brian and and I worry. Yeah. And I think to myself, can you really do a G1, G one, dude? G one's like no joke. Like Mox, I'm not fucking. He'll fucking do a G one and then ask to do another fucking G one because he's fucking just that crazy of a bastard. But, and probably uh, a tournament tournament of death too. While he's at fucking, it, you know what I mean. He'll do it on the side. Yeah. He'll do it on the side. He'll wrestle a G one. Go do a fucking death match. Come back tomorrow. Do a G one. Go do a death match for funsies. For fun, exactly. Um, you know, but but yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Uh, G1 is pretty pretty rough, and I, I think yeah. even TK is going like, nah, dude, I'm not gonna risk yeah. you Pumped getting up. hurt. You know, having the brutal matches for four or five weeks straight, and have mm-hmm. you get hurt, like protect your investment. Knowing knowing how hard people kick in strong style and. and like, I get it. He wants to but do man, it. Man, that would be fun. Everything that you went through to come back, mm-hmm. you're jeopardizing it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going like, to – I can't the disagree there. I, I mean, bring, bring some of those guys over for Dynamite. Like, bring Shingo over, Shingo and Daniel. Thank you. How, how, how rad would that be? That would be amazing. I mean, they, they've, they've you know wanted it. Juice. Give me Juice and Danielson. Juice and Danielson like he just showed up. Juice did. Or not just. And that's the other thing. There's other people who are super pissed off about that whole thing and the fucking, eh, well, if he's he's signed with the company, it's not a forbidden door thing. Like, there's, it's still a thing, dude. They, they played Bullet Club music. The idea was you were thinking it was somebody not Juice Robinson. But, oh, well. You know, you could be dumb as hell. Again, that's fucking idiots on fucking TikTok and Twitter for you. So. I'm, serious, I'm sure some nerds thought it was Jay White. Hey, uh, a bunch of fucking people did. A bunch of people did. And I was like, why? 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 Why on a dynamite bit that a fucking nothing like, happening show? Why? More than likely, we know where Jay White's going. It'll probably be the Let's end. Be yeah. He's at the point where he wants... Well, no, hold on, stop. I, I, I think you're right on that, but here was the thing that I was I was talking about uh, with uh, some fucking nerds on TikTok, actually, and it was, um, I think he wants to go there because he understands. Look at the fucking AEW roster. You know what I mean? You got mm-hmm. Kenny Omega. You know what I mean? You got you got Jericho. You got Mox. You got this whole plethora of people. You know, and I'm gonna be. Oh, I have this thing with the elite. And, oh, I have this thing with the them. And I have, the, and he might want fresh. He might want new. He may want, I don't want this. I want to go to the E. I want to not only get paid, but I want to be the only other bullet club dude. Now, I'm not AJ. I'm the guy that surpassed AJ. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm better. I'm better than that Kenny guy, than that this guy, than that. And he could play up to that in the E. If he goes to AEW, I really do think that it would be hard for him to get lost in the shuffle, but that shuffle will end up happening and he will get lost. Mm-hmm. And sooner rather than later. And that's what I'm afraid of. He's I mean, Jay too, White versus Finn, he's you can't tell me good. that wouldn't be incredible. He is too good. You know, I used to shit on this guy. Give me Jay versus AJ or, or anybody. There's a list, but like this. 
just doing this. Jay versus Sammy. Jay versus Sammy Zayn. <laughs> and if he does go to WWE, he's got somebody to vouch for him. You know, Finn Balor's Fact. the one that got him into Fale Dojo. So, hey, there you go. I mean, if I've got Finn Balor back at me, we'll be all right. Fucking heard that. If Finn Balor's got my back, it is what it is. So, um, with that being said, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get it with Geek of the Week. Let's hit that shit. Select geek, gritty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy proceed. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Pencil neck geek. All right. Geek of the week this week. Super simple. And I think I got him with it last week. It's Tony Khan. It's Tony Khan. I got sorry. Um, besides fucking Scorpio Sky and the dumb comment he made, the geek of the week this week, it's got to be Tony Khan. Dumb booking decision. This is the second title match Jeff Jarrett is in in, in in the same amount of weeks. In the same amount of weeks. Are you fucking kidding me? Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Jarrett is getting his, his second title match in his in, in the second week. In, 20, in 2023. In 2023, this is not 1996 WCW. This is not 2007 TNA. This is 2023 AEW. A guy who is in his 60s. What are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know what we're doing. So because of that, you, sir, are the geek of the week. But the best of the week is somebody way cooler than TK. And that's uh, the man they call Orange Cassidy. I have to give it to him. His opening match tonight on Dynamite was absolutely excellent. Excellent. He is a, I want to say, won 12 matches in a row as All-Atlantic champion. It's soon to be international champion. If I swear to God, if he loses to Jeff Jarrett, TK is officially, has officially going to, or excuse me, I say, will officially be redubbed. What's her fucking name? Uh, Goddamn. I'm going to call her fucking Tony Dixie. I'm going to call him Tony. Or no, fucking Dixie Khan. There you Dixie go. Dixie Khan. Dixie Khan. <laughs> there it is. Like it's official. If if Jeff Jarrett fucking wins the all the international title, it's he officially will. Dixie Khan. He will. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. All right. So, like I said, we are going to skip shit Mark say. I think we got one in there. So, let's leave it at that. But uh, that's going to be it for us. So, we absolutely appreciate you. There is no 60-second promo this week. We're too fucking smart for the game, so get on over it. Uh, but I appreciate y'all spending your Thursday with us. Thanks for hanging out with the TSKS Daz and taking the day off. So that is it. Uh, but before we get out of here, of course, we got to talk about all the fun stuff going down with Retro and TSK. With that being there, um, Retros are waiting to drop. I'm not going to lie. You want to know what it is? And I'm going to be blunt, honest, compl- uh, fucking like transparent with everybody. It's a thumbnail. It's a stupid thumbnail. It's like, that's it. I don't have that, so I can't post the video. I have uh, both episodes 61 and 62 of Retro Rewind done. 
that is going to be a Raw and a Nitro. And I want to say the Survivor Series episode that we had. Lots of cuts in that one, but it's still fun nonetheless. And after kicking it with the TSK, it should also drop with this episode. You might have a double episode Thursday if Daz uh, hooked it up that way. Kicking it with the TSK is doing a weekly Ring of Honor review. Since weekly television for Ring of Honor has come back. So we took care of that, and there's like four or five-day-old predictions. You can go ahead and ignore them, kiss my ass. They're still there because we sound awesome doing it. And uh, there's a stipulation with those predictions that we'll get to when we do the next episode, which will be later on down this week and maybe could drop Monday, Tuesday. We'll see how that goes. But, of course, you can make sure of that by following all the socials, which is uh, the Evil Twitter Machine, Max Wrestling UK, Captain512, and at SMRPodNet. And, of course, the lovely website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. And do not forget to hit that lovely follow and subscribe button on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all the social media all over the place. So with before we get completely out of here, got to get the guys with some plugs. So, Rob, what's the gimmick? What's happening in the death metal So scene? this is my first time on Max. I, I, I've been invited several times. Uh, several. Several but this is my first time. Um, if you like what you heard, you know, you come check us out on our Facebook group, group RWT, Raw Wrestling Sorry. Talk. Come check us out there. Uh, anything to do with me, I, I've got uh, two bands I play in, uh, Death Metal, if you're into that type of thing. Uh, all my socials, everything else, you want to go hit, hey, it's Linktree forward slash, hey, it's Rob. Uh, hey, come say hi. Hey, Come say hi. Come kick it. And, of course, you can always catch him and DC on Kicking It with the TSK and Retro Rewind. But, of course, DC, you hit him with the huge announcement. Any last words for your opponent as we, I think, 20-plus days away for Promo Mania? I think it's a foregone conclusion. Going to hit you with a spoiler real quick. The winner. And still... There's a there's a new person sitting on top of the throne. Oh Lord, it's crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. But that's it. With all that being said, join us next week, motherfuckers, as we break down that whole week in wrestling nonsense. Daz will have some stuff written down so it sounds more better next week. But we'll catch y'all there. Thank y'all for watching the TSK Takeover of Max Wrestling. We'll catch y'all later. Good night. Mwah. And good night. Baby. It doesn't matter because I'm the world champ next week, bitch. Or in three weeks. I fucked the whole thing.